Hi there, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast. Today I'm looking at hope. Uh, I think it's important in this time when there is so little hope in this world that there are many hopeless things going on in this world because of the crisis that we currently find ourselves in with this coronavirus. And there are many people who are suffering from hopelessness. And so I think it's important, and I'm going to look at hope over the next few weeks. Now, one of the things today I want to look at is hope is the one thing that is essential if people are to come through a disaster. Without hope, they fall into despair and fear and panic. And we've seen evidence of that across the whole world in the last couple of months. But hope lifts people up because it looks at what could be and what is to come rather than what is. Hope is not focused on the issues and the problems and the troubles of the present. Hope is future-oriented. And so today, uh, my aim today is to give you an insight into what hope is and why it's essential to moving forward, why it's essential to have hope if we are to go forward. So the first scripture I want to have a look at is in Romans chapter 8. I'm going to read from verse uh, 22, where it says, We know that the whole creation has been groaning in travail together until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Now this is one of the first things we need to understand about hope. You don't hope for things that you can see. You don't hope for what's in front of you. You know, if you uh, um, go out for a meal, you don't hope to be fed because they put it in front of you. Um, You don't hope for the things that you can see, but rather we hope for the things that we can't see. And that's why hope is directed into the future. Hope is future-oriented. Because when we don't see what it is, then we have only hope to go on. And in Christ, we learn to hope with patience. And we'll find, not in this session, but in one of the next sessions I'm going to do, that hope links into all of the things, all of the attitudes and all of the ways of God. And so patience is a very important thing when we uh, when we come to hope, because we may have to hope for a long time. As an example, I often quote Abraham and Sarah, who were the, uh, the parents, basically, and the patriarchs of the nation of Israel, and also of uh, most of the Arab nations too. Because they were told that, um, or Abraham was told by the Lord that he would have a son and his son would be through Sarah. And he would have children as many as the grains of sand by the seashore or as as many as the uh, number of stars that he could see at night. And we have to realise that back then there were no cities with um, electric lighting and, uh, and things to blot out many of the stars. He would have seen every star in the Milky Way almost. And we think about that, and he had to live with patience and with hope in those things. Because from the time that he was, he was told these things until the time when they actually took place, when Isaac was born, conceived and born, there was something like a period of 10 years. So he had to wait in hope and with patience. And he grew strong in his faith because he knew that God could do what it was that he said he would do. Even though Sarah was around about 80 or 90 years old, she was well past the time of bearing children. Plus she had some 
medical problem or physical problem that was preventing her from having children because she was, she was barren, basically. But Abraham believed that God could do what he said, and, of course, it came to pass and, uh, and uh, Isaac was born. So he had to hope for something that he couldn't see. His hope was future-directed because he knew that the Lord had said he would have children as many as the sands of the sea, and he recognised that, that what the Lord said, the Lord would do. And so he had hope. But he had to wait for patience, wait for it with patience because it took some 10 years before his hope was realised. The next scripture I want to go into is over in, uh, still in the book of Romans, but I'm reading Romans chapter 15 and I'm reading from verse 4. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction that by steadfastness and by the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Now, this tells us that we can be encouraged and we can have hope through the scriptures that we read. The scriptures encourage us and they tell us about the things that took place. Now, I just recounted the story of Abraham, which I learned from the scriptures. And there are many other similar scriptures and stories and, and things that we're told where the Lord actually protected his people and he worked with his people and he gave them hope. And so when we read these things, and we know what the Lord can do. We have knowledge of what the power of the Lord is. Then we can have hope. And scriptures encourage us to strengthen our hope. You know, thinking about another story just off the top of my head. When the nation of Israel left Egypt and they went forward with the Lord guiding them in a, a pillar of smoke, during the day in a pillar of uh, fire at night and he led them out of Egypt and the Egyptians followed them and they chased them and they came to the Red Sea. Now at that point their situation, the nation of Israel, their situation seemed to be hopeless but what did the Lord say? He said Moses stretch out your arm and the Red Sea opened up and they walked across as if on dry land and when the Egyptians tried to do it uh, they were drowned. And so they went from a situation of hopelessness to a place of hope. And the scriptures today are still encouraging us to say, hey, the Lord can part the water. It's a bit like Jesus when he was in the boat with the disciples and a great storm arose and the disciples were afraid because they thought the boat was filling with water and they're going to capsize and drown. And what was Jesus doing? Well, he was fast asleep up the back of the boat in the cushion. The problem the disciples had is they forgot who they were in the boat with. They forgot that they were in the boat with the Son of God. And even if the boat had have capsized, well, Jesus had already proven that he could walk on water and he could allow Peter to walk on water. He could have walked them all off back to shore on the water. Or he could have done what was done with the Red Sea. He could have parted the Sea of Galilee and they could have walked back to shore on dry land. They forgot who they were in the boat with. And when we realise these things, when we read these things, we should take hope because we need to remember who it is that we're in the boat with. And so with the scriptures, we have encouragement and this encouragement strengthens our hope. And encouragement is the fuel for hope. And the last four podcasts I've done, I was talking about encouragement, but encouragement is the fuel that strengthens our hope. It gives us the ability to be able to continue on in hope, even when we feel like giving up. Now, the last scripture I want to have a look at today is in 1 Corinthians and I'm reading in chapter 13, and I'm just going to read from verse 7. 
Now, 1 Corinthians 13 is all about love. It's about the love of God. And verse 7 says this, Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Now, the love that it's talking about here is the love of God, and the love of God is action-oriented. It's action-focused. And when you read through 1 Corinthians 13, you see it's all about things that we can do. It's all about actions. It's about don't be arrogant, don't be rude, be patient, be kind, don't be jealous, don't be boastful, don't be selfish or insist on your own way, and so on and so on. Love bears all things, believes all things, and hopes all things. And this is one of the things. God, in his great mercy, hoped that we would seek him out and find him. And I'm going to talk more about that in an upcoming episode. So we need to look also at the love of God, because the love of God encompasses hope, and we hope in God that we will receive his salvation. So let's just consider a couple of things out of this. We can't see what we hope for, and by nature, hope is about the future. We hope for better things to come. That's what hope's all about. And the greatest thing to come is the salvation of the Lord. We gain hope from the scriptures because we can see how the Lord helped the people of old. And I mentioned about Moses, and I mentioned about uh, the children of Israel, I mentioned about Abraham and Sarah, I mentioned about Jesus and the disciples in the boat. And these are just a few examples that I could just think of off the top of my head. But the Lord helped the people of old, and we know he is faithful, and he will help us too. Through the love of God, we have hope, and in that hope, we are being transformed into his love. So here's a quick, quick prayer point. Seek the Lord now and ask him to show you his hope. Part of hoping in Christ is that we can place all of our worries and all of our anxieties on him through prayer. So if there's anything that's worrying you, especially in the midst of this crisis, or even if you're going through some other disaster, and one of the things that we, uh, we probably don't recall or we, we don't remember is that in all of the news um, casts that we're seeing, it's all about coronavirus. But there have been other crises going on as well that just aren't getting the attention they normally would. There have been uh, tornadoes and hurricanes in the southern parts of America that have wiped out places. There was a hurricane in the Philippines that wiped out many, many cities and houses. There were bushfires and floods in Australia. And uh, these things just um, have just been forgotten in this, uh, in this disaster that we have called coronavirus. And we have the drought that has gone on in Australia as well. So in the midst of this crisis, pray about any of these things that might be affecting you. And also, ask others to pray for you or to pray with you. And so grow in the hope of salvation in Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to continue to look at hope in the next couple of sessions. So until then, though, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast signing off. And I hope that you have a great week ahead. And I look forward to being with you again at the same time next week. God bless.